Welcome to the Pickleball 411. I am Coach Fig along with Coach Debbie. And today we're going to talk about the backhand and why people have weak backhands. And why you should stop running around it. Yes. Okay. So. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, this weekend was a three-day holiday weekend. Yes. So traveled down to Palm Springs, played some pickleball. And in between, I always end up watching people play. And I just noticed how many people are playing who seem to be extremely passionate about pickleball and they can't hit a backhand. And it's really, it's difficult to play pickleball with a poor backhand and run around it because of the lack of um, coverage. You're going to get yourself off that court, putting your opponent uh, or putting your partner in a very difficult position where they're trying to cover while you're off the court running around your back end. So I thought, well, maybe that would be a good topic for our uh, our podcast is how can we improve your backhand and encourage you to want a better backhand. So if I can just add, <clears throat> I challenge you next time you have practice matches to count your unforced errors on your backhand side. An unforced error is a mistake that you're making that isn't like the impossible impossible ball to return. It's not where they hit a winner on you and you, you can barely get it back. That's a forced error. An unforced error is just basically you're hitting the net. You, you've got an opportunity to play. I, I dare you to count your unforced errors on your backhand side. For that matter, it really would be smart to chart your whole play, forehand, backhand, serve. But just for the, for now, backhand side. If you're in the double digits, you got a problem. Well, even in single, if you're if you're making seven unforced errors or more, you have a problem in the game. I hear all the time, uh, you really don't need a backhand, and that's technically speaking, when you are returning serve. Technically speaking, you can get away with not having a backhand because the pickleball isn't coming at you super hard. So you can cover uh, standing all the way, protecting your backhand to hit a forehand. Now, in other aspects of pickleball, such as dinks, um, such as volleys, you really need a backhand because you will be exposed especially when especially when you play higher rank players and if you're ding I see this all the time when you're dinking a lot of players even advanced quote unquote 3 5 players they'll stand all the way to the side protecting their backhand when they're dinking leaving the middle of the court wide open and your partner needs to shift to cover that shot and then if he shifts the other side is wide open. So that's not a good thing that you want to have. So you really need a backhand, period. Well, 
in that scenario you just described, if you are on the odd score side, you and with your righty and your partner's a righty, you're right. You're running around at, in the on the no volley zone to where you're setting up to where you're covering everything with your forehand. You are leaving your partner exposed to cover the middle with their backhand. So you really haven't solved or beaten the backhand problem. You've just given it to someone else. If both of you have poor backhands, you're not going to win a lot of points. But I'm going to back up just a little bit further back to the return and maybe play devil's advocate a little bit. I personally serve, as soon as I see someone who's protecting their backhand, I serve to their backhand because I do have a, a pretty good placement of serve. So I will place it to where they will either have to do an extreme off the court to get to the uh, to hit a forehand or to a backhand, or they're going to have to hit a backhand. My point is you really can't, there are a couple of trains of thought where people who serve, I just saw statistics, the pros on average serve to the middle of the box and not that deep. They're only about 55% deep in the box. So, you know, if you get um, favorable people who are going to serve to you like that, then yeah, you can probably run around that forehand or run around for your forehand. But the point being, and I guess what we're trying to sell you is you got to get a backhand, especially well, admit, especially transition and up at the up at the at no volley zone. Well, even with a spin serve, uh, if you don't spin it super wide, it can spin into the body. Right. And, and then they can block it back with the forehand. So, yes, technically speaking, you can get away with it on the return. But on everything else, you need a backhand. I you have no argument here. I I just I I guess what I my point is this episode is that why live with only half a game, right? Yeah. If you truly are enjoying pickleball and it's something that you have invested time and energy into, let's go ahead and get you a backhand that's reliable and you can truly enjoy all the game. Yes. And we're going to talk about the drive, the volley, the dink uh, from the backhand side. So let's start with the, obviously, the biggest thing to correct your backhand is going to be the grip. The grip. You need to have a continental grip in order to have a drive backhand or a slice backhand. I saw um, this weekend a person who truly loved pickleball. He never left the court. He played with a semi-Western grip forehand and left it there and tried to hit backhands. I even saw someone who he knew came in the court. They said, hi, hi. And the other player was obviously a little higher player. And he actually walked over and changed his paddle in his hand and gave him a continental grip and said, you're going to have to use this to get a backhand. So continental grip but i just thought that was interesting because this guy he was he was he was, would have been phenomenal if he had the back end the other so, thing is a uh, unit turn would you like to talk about that well <clears throat> on a backhand on side the drive. when you drive a backhand you do need footwork and why does the forehand seem to be so much easier than the backhand side the forehand it's because of anatomy it's how we're built our 
forehand, obviously, is the palm of our hand going forward. And if you swing your arm, you're going to feel that you're pushing. You're pushing the ball. And that's a lot more controlling. On the backhand side, it is the back of your hand. And now you're actually pulling your arm across your body. And you can't really hit a backhand in an open stance. If you if you own a backhand, truly own a backhand, you can do it. But uh, if you're intermediate or lower, it's very hard. You're going to have to get into, I would say, a, a semi-closed stance, not not completely closed on a pickleball court. Closed stance tends to pull you completely off the court. So I would say a semi-open, semi-closed. Um, but your contact has to be further out in front. So if you take the step with your right foot across your body, you're going to make contact out in front of that right knee. That's your contact point. To me, it's, uh, it's really surprising how many beginners tend to gravitate towards the um, Western grip. It is insane to me why they choose that grip. To me, it just feels so uncomfortable to use. Uh, honestly, I'm surprised that beginners don't use an Eastern grip more than a Western grip, but they tend to gravitate to that. Now, when you're using a Western grip, you're flipping the paddle to hit a volley. And you can get away with it for so long, especially if you punch correctly. But when the ball start, starts dipping on you, you become liable for bad shots. You'll pop them up and you're going to take away the biggest weapon you can have on the backhand side, which is the flick backhand. You, you don't have that with a Western con with a sorry with a Western volley. You, you can't. No, you can't. And, you know, let's just I like to take things and make them very simple. So let's break it down. How many shots? are there in pickleball there's obviously the forehand side we're going to give you that we're going to say that you're great at everything on the forehand side for today but on the backhand side how many shots do you generate all the different shots you have a drive return you have a slice return right you have a mid-court uh, uh, half volley a lot of times you have to you're down at your feet you're going to have a volley you're going to have the dink drop you're going to have a slice drop you're going to have um help me out here what else uh, a flick volley yes there's a lot of combinations of, of shots you're going to have to generate on the on that backhand side so the reason the continental grip it allows you to do all of those shots you can drive with a continental grip you can drive a forehand with a continental grip as well but that doesn't you know, that's for another day. But anyhow, I hope that we, you know, I guess we're maybe we're, I'm beating the dead horse, but hopefully I've got you to buy in to you've got to get this backhand down. Yeah. So if you use a Western forehand and you're running up to the net as fast as possible, it's so much of a twist in order to get it onto a continental grip, which is the grip you use to volley. So, uh, if you can, I challenge you, as my co-host loves to say, I challenge you to hit everything continental because now you don't have any grip change whatsoever and 
you can get away with just running up to the net without thinking about changing the grip. And let's let's talk real quickly. Um, I, you know, both you and I have a good answer for this. Okay, you're playing someone, and you see that they have a, a, a semi-western grip, right? And they are married to that. They never change. What's the shot you're going to hit them at the no volley show? That's a good point. You can body them for sure because they can't cover the middle of their body. It's 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 almost impossible unless they so flexible on the forearm. And if they do cover the backhand, like like a backhand with that grip, what where is the face of the paddle pointing? Mostly up. Straight up. Yes. So then they get frustrated and say, I'm always hitting pop-ups. Well, you're, it's because you are positioning your paddle in a, in a f- up motion, and it's always going to pop up. Yes. So, you know, start thinking about this logically. Look, put your, your yourself into a forehand uh, semi-Western or Western grip, and then go through all the different shots without the ball just just move your arm and see where is that paddle pointing right as soon as you see that if it's pointing up now turn it in your hand to a grip that has it pointing forward yes that's going to show you why do you want that grip so um first thing is you got to know you got a problem second thing is change your grip third thing is you don't you don't hit anything but the backhand. You stop running around it. And within four months, you're going to own a really nice backhand. Wouldn't you say? Yes. And as you just stated, if you dink with a Western grip, a lot of the time it's going to pop up. Yeah. And uh, you look great if you're getting balls that are mid-body, shoulder height or above because you can hit this humongous swinging forehand volley yada yada when you start to look really ugly is when they go to your backhand side low right yes you're getting to a dink rally and you're having to come up with a great dink off the backhand side with your paddle pointing straight up you're going to get killed constantly absolutely so that's the gaping hole i would say that we did an episode about the hardest shot yes in pickleball I think the hardest shot for the intermediate player is the backhand. I'm going to just lay that one out there. It is not the drop shot. It is owning a truly great, reliable backhand. And you see intermediate players, three fives, even four O's, uh, volleying with a Western grip. And it is not pretty to watch. It is, and it's... It's troublesome. Like I said, you, there's so, if you're playing players or you hope to play players that are better than you, that you're going you're gonna to try to bump, that is going to hold you back more than anything. You know, footwork, strategy, all those things are not going to hold you back as much as your bad grip, backhand, bad choices on running around. They will pick you apart. Because you're you're like a walking warning label. Oh, just hit it to their backhand, right? Right. So, is there anything else you'd like to add? Oh, I just you know I just hope that this podcast is it's probably not as uh, fun as some of the others, but I just feel like it need it's work that needs to be done so that people can enjoy the game more. 
you know, the thing of it is, is that um, all of us need improvement in, in, all, in all walks of our lives. And, so, and the thing of it is, is every part of your life, there's something that you can do a little bit better. And I was trying to think about it. It's like, you know, that thing that the house that you need to get fixed, but you never get fixed. But you're like, yeah, I need to get that fixed. And it's annoying, but you keep putting it off. And your life would be so much nicer if you just didn't have to have that annoying thing in your life. That's what this backhand is about. You know, pickleball would be so much nicer with a reliable backhand. Now, if you want to get stuck in a certain level for the rest of your existence, pickleball existence, then don't take into what we're talking about. But if you want to uh, go to the next level, then you're really going to enjoy this episode. I agree. And, you know, there's lots and lots of videos out there that can help you visually. Um, We're planning on doing a YouTube series going back to all of our old podcasts and doing the visuals and uh, sharing the how-tos and then hopefully giving you some practice things that you can go out and take with you. And I think my first one that I want to do is on the back end. Well, I don't know about you, but I think it's it's like a public service announcement. It needs to be fixed. Okay. So with that being said, we uh, conclude this uh, episode. I am Coach Big along with... Coach Debbie, have fun with pickleball. Enjoy yourself. Yes. Until next week.